Hello there. Our angels in heaven are exhausted. Busy, busy, busy. They've had to process more desperate prayers during this last month than any equivalent period in human history. Don't you think? wearing our golden boot. This is Positively Insane, episode 3, the Riosport before and after party of the Grand Finale World Cup 2014. Are you ready to play our game, the golden boot? Eric has dubbed it the Hunter Games of Soccer 2014. The Golden Boot. Are you ready? Hello and welcome to The Journey, your radio show. Hosted by Neville D'Angelo, author of A Soundbite Life and Flight of the Fused Monkeys. A PRG Emerging Technologies Forum keynote speaker and founder of Rio Sports. I am Joseph Ellison. Enjoy! So many hours have gone by and several parties are in full swing. Hours began before the grand finale. I asked folks to give me their prediction and their most memorable moment so far. You know, you wouldn't believe who I ran smack dab into along the way as he was heading straight to his parties. You guessed it, my co-host Ari Perez. This is what he had to say then for his pick and his special moment. Yeah, originally I picked the Netherlands. Uh, I thought their strikers, uh, lead strikers, were, were pretty good. and Obviously that didn't work out as I planned. But uh, in the final now, I, I'm rooting for Argentina. I don't know if they have the full squad um, power that Germany does have, but I'm always game for an underdog. And I'm also rooting for Lionel Messi. So... Uh, I, I keep in touch with, the, of course, the comparisons of him and uh, Maradona and all. So it, it would just be fun to see those guys kind of pull it out. So what's your most memorable moment from this? Yeah, my most memorable moment was uh, it had to be the Portugal game, the USA-Portugal game. Because uh, I was in Austin at, at one of uh, an establishment there watching the game, and there's people with face paint and flags and, and drums and they know all the USA chants and it was for the first time and me just maybe being the age that I am now was able to kind of experience that in a bar setting with all these people that were just you know there was an, an energy about it um, and of course what I didn't know is that whenever they score a goal the drinks just go on the roof and everybody goes crazy so we had a chance to experience that twice um, I think I think it was that game, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but e- either way, uh, that was definitely the most memorable. Now for the golden boot. Yeah, the golden boot. So I know I'm right in the running to win the prize uh, because I'm a little late to the party. But um, I, 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 would, I would say if, if there was 
somebody to watch out for, and this is well known. I'm sure that I'm not the first one, but Lionel Messi is definitely the one uh, to watch out for. So I think, again, him and just his talent against Germany in the final, it's, it's, they have a chance because they have him on the team. So he gets my golden boot. Okay, good. Neville, we're 75 minutes in. It seems like all of the predictions are out the window, unless something happens right away. Well, first, let's let the audience hear what the predictions were, and then we'll continue watching the game. My prediction for the 2014 World Cup is going to be Germany wins 2-1. to one. I'm going to go with Germany as well, but I'm going with a 3-1 victory for the Germans. My most memorable moment of this World Cup would have to be the Germany-Brazil semifinal match where Germany put up seven points, uh, especially with the four within six or seven minutes in the first half. Just the onslaught of offense and just the energy and the excitement around just all the goal scoring just sticks out in my mind. And as I was watching, I was just getting so into it and I was so happy and elated that it just I think that'll be the, the one moment that sticks with me for the entire duration of the World Cup. My memorable moment for the 2014 World Cup would probably be all the extra times and uh, shootouts. There's been tons of them, and it keeps the game really interesting. That was our soccer expert, Eric Florence, and uh, soccer enthusiast, Taylor Granville, for Riot Sports Series Positively Insane. In the field, we've selected a few players for our game, The Golden Boot, before they face it. Let's hear their pick and special moments. Martinez. Mm-hmm. 
Alex Martinez mm -hmm. here. And uh, the first question was, who do you think will win the World Cup? Yeah. Honestly, I think Germany. Did you always pick Germany? Yeah, the, since it, before it started, I think Germany has a pretty strong midfielder, mm -hmm. strong forwards. Their goalie's pretty awesome, too. Okay. If they don't win, well, that means, you know, Argentina's pretty good, too. They have their forwards. You got Messi, Higuain. Okay. Plus, Di Maria is a pretty good uh, assist. Mm -hmm. And I think the score will be Germany 2-1. to 2-1. 2-1. Okay. And what's your most memorable moment so far in the World so Cup? So far in this World Cup? Uh, I'm going to say Mexico versus Netherlands. Oh. The last-minute penalty. All right. Somebody else picked that as well. But go ahead. Clearly, it wasn't a penalty. You know, uh, Robin has a really good history of diving, but, you know, I think it was just unfair. Yeah. They should have a se second chance or a better, you know, better poss possible chance of making it farther this World Cup. Okay. Good, good. Who's next? For the question, who's going to win the World Cup? Yes. Germany, they have pretty good midfield. I'm going for Argentina. I mean, honestly, Germany's been playing very good. Uh, my my idol is uh, Messi, of course. He's one of the best. He will always be one of the best. But um, I want I want Argentina to win, but Germany gonna have to be Germany. Neville, Neville, Neville. Yes, Keith. What? Those predictions, I don't know what they were, but Germany is taking the lead. Uh, my name my name is Jirune Aush. Say that again? Jirune Aush. Okay. Who was your pick for the World Cup? See, I, I'm not sure yet. Because I'm French, as you can see, I'm French. So did you pick France at the beginning? Well, I did. I did. Then I changed my mind. Because we got Germany beating Brazil 7-1 here, man. Like, that's, 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 that's incredible. That's, that's big. That's well, now big. you're down, down to two. You're down to Germany yeah. and... Uh, and Argentina's. So right, right. What do you think? Well, I would like to say Germany, right? Because uh, they're strong. Right. Man, they kick. I, I wasn't expecting that. Right. I wasn't expecting that. But then Argentina's got very good fans, right? Right. And they already know that Germany is uh, it's, it's, it's pretty strong. Right. So Argentina's going to try to come strong, too. Right. So we, I can't really decide here. I, can't, can't decide. I, I cannot decide here. You know what I mean? Right. So you won't be disappointed, whoever. No, wins. no, they're all good teams, and it's going to be a great game. So you know, I'm just, I'm just waiting for it. Okay. Just waiting for it. Well, what was your most memorable moment throughout the World Cup so far? Brazil, man. Brazil and uh, who? Uh, what's his name? The Biden guy. The one that bites. Oh, the bite. Suarez. Suarez. <laughs> right. Now those are two. <laughs> those are two. <laughs> Brazil and Suarez. Okay. Right. Right. Neville, Neville, it's over. It's party time. It's party time. Germany has taken the cup. It's over. I, I gotta finish. We, we gotta finish the show. It's over. It's, well, we it's, gotta finish it's, the show. It's party time. All it's right. over. All right. All right. Party time. With Chancellor Merkel in the stands and Argentina silence, Germany climbed atop the world. Before this grand finale, I sat down in Highland Park to talk impromptu with an avid soccer player, Archer Hobson, about his predictions and about the U.S. squad. Here he is. Hobson, 
background is, uh, you know, I've played soccer my entire life, and uh, the World Cup is one of my favorite, if not my all-time favorite event. Um, you know, it's elated that it comes every four years, and a little sad after it leaves because I know it's four years away. Uh, I was a little upset that the U.S. didn't get recorded or get the uh, the bid for the 2022 uh, World Cup, and that went to Qatar. Uh, and still a little butt hurt behind that. And uh, you know, I'm, I'm hopeful that one day that uh, soccer or football, as it's called in the rest of the world, it will become more mainstream. And you know, you can start to see the you can start to see the beginnings of a, a real passionate fan base. Uh, what happened four years ago with Lane and Donovan uh, scoring that that last minute goal in extra time uh, against Algeria was, uh, you know, for me, my all-time favorite sports moment. And this year, uh, I think that we have made just leaps and bounds uh, improvements. Uh, I think attributed to Jurgen Klinsmann's brilliance and being able to, to bring that, that international soccer knowledge and, and competitive spirit to the United States that we were really lacking um, over the lifetime of, of the program. And so, you know, his ability to recruit top talent overseas, which is, uh, you know, a little bit, a, a little bit strange, just because you know you can have uh, an entire team of German-born players uh, playing under the U.S. flag. Uh, it's gonna, it's gonna help us out uh, in the long term because it's gonna show us, it's gonna, it's gonna show people, it's gonna show the U.S. men's team how to play uh, football at a more competitive international level. Mm. Now, you said you played soccer a lot. I did. At what, le- at what level? Uh, you know, it it, uh, it it stopped after college. Right. Uh, you know, I played I played intramural teams in college, but all throughout my life I played on uh, select teams mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, the high school stuff. And mm-hmm. so, um, as much as you can play soccer, I played soccer. Oh, okay. So are you still playing now, or are you no? Playing? I wish. I wish I played in more pickup games. Right. Um, but you know that Texas, the Texas heat will <laughs> will definitely deter you from going out and playing each and every day. But ha- I always have plans to go and pick it up back up again. Okay. So, so who's your pick for? You know, I was very fortunate in this year's World Cup. Obviously, my my pick. My, my my heart pick was the U.S., but since they went out, I was fortunate enough to have my four favorite teams uh, in the semifinals yeah. in Brazil, Germany, uh, Netherlands, and Argentina. And uh, if I had ranked the teams, it would have been U.S., then Argentina, because I lived in Argentina for a year and a half. Oh. And so my uh, there's a little there's a little piece of my heart that belongs to Argentina. Uh, Messi is a just a phenomenal player. I mean, he's off the charts in terms of his his soccer IQ and his brilliance. Uh, but Germany, on the other hand, has been just precision, power, and and tenacity and consistency throughout the entire World Cup. If I had to give one team the nod, I would say that Messi's brilliance will come through in South America and that South American flair and that South American, uh, uh, you, know, you know, that South American side is, gonna, is just going to push them over the edge. And I say Argentina wins 2-1. 2-1? Yeah. Oh, okay.
Well, as it turned out, it's Germany 1-0 World Cup champions. And we've got a game to play. The Golden Boot Archer will be playing our game. But first, let me see if I can pull our guest and soccer parrot, Keith Robinson, away from the party. Along the journey, we stop at intriguing places and meet fascinating people with novel solutions to some of life's tricky questions. And we play a few games and track the remarkable characters of three classic books, A Soundbite Life, Flight of the Fused Monkeys, and Illicet, A Time to Begin Again, all of which can be found on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Keith, I'm very thankful that you have joined us on, on the show. Uh, Pope Francis tweeted that the World Cup allowed people from different countries and religions to come together. May sport always promote the culture of encounter. You know, I think it is getting ever more clear that sport plays a far more important part in individual and communal life than we often recognize. As a parent, how do you see this? I see soccer as a sport... Uh, particularly in America, that that's a growing phenomenon. And I think where the NFL plays a part, where there are more concussions and what have you, mm-hmm. you find that more kids are gravitating towards soccer because it's not as physical. Mm-hmm. Uh, the physicality is not there. Although, you know, it's, it's, it is a touchy sport. Uh, you do have some contact. But that, that, that aside, I think that soccer uh, gets kids off the couch. Mm-hmm. It gets them moving. And it, it it gets them into an arena to where they have to learn to be a team player. Mm-hmm. And those are very important things in life. Mm-hmm. As you go through life, it's not all about you, and you begin to realize that coming from a team environment. Mm-hmm. So I think that, for the most part, soccer can teach our kids how to, number one, be active, mm-hmm. uh, number two, to be team players. Thanks, Keith. You'll be back to officiate our game, the Golden Boot Last week, Taylor mentioned the issue of poor refereeing. And, of course, two of our Golden Boot participants felt that it was poor refereeing that put Mexico out of contention. Let's bring that issue back on the table. Here is Eric and Taylor. So on the topic of refereeing, personally, I have experience. I have six years basketball refereeing and four years baseball. I've never done soccer, but I, I could feel for those guys and how fast things happen and instantaneous and you got to make a decision on the fly however i do think in soccer there's only three referees there could be maybe one added um eric what do you think about that yeah i think that uh for me in terms of refereeing the game the one thing that i had mentioned this previously that i love about soccer is the speed and just how dynamic it is so I like the fact that the game is allowed to be played through with limited interruption. So in terms of refereeing, I know it's their responsibility, and I think they have a responsibility to manage that game. Um, I think that bringing in an an additional ref, um, albeit on the field or in the box potentially, to watch or help oversee the game may be something that can help manage it. Um, But in terms of actual future developments or technological implementations 
in regards to helping manage a game. I haven't really come to a conclusion yet because part of me wants to see them um, at least experimented with, like the goal line technology. I think that's a pretty good introduction because it doesn't necessarily influence the flow. And that's the one thing I would be concerned with is the constant stopping, starting that you get with other sports when there's you know alternative rest or additional rest overseeing the game from an, an outside perspective. So um, I think in terms of technology um, at a high-level basis, um, it would just take a while to introduce it and see how it affects the game because you don't want to take away its uh, elemental stages or its foundation. You want it to be constantly moving because uh, that's the beauty of the sport itself is how it flows. Um, so that's kind of where I, I stand on that. I would agree, like, started in, like, exhibition games and games that don't have so much, uh, what would you say, clout behind them, like the World Cup, like, do the exhibition games, the lower leagues and stuff, and see if it works before doing it. Uh, when I say exhibition games, I'm talking about the games that don't go against standings, don't go for goals for players, any of that sort of thing. The friendly matches and whatnot is what I would want to see the technology first done on before doing big games, say Chelsea, Man U, or World Cup games. And for my statements with regards to interrupting the flow of the game, um, there are breaks that currently exist in terms of fouls and obviously um, goal kicks, corner kicks, and they are breaks or interruptions. However, um, I don't think they necessarily uh, slow the game down in the same sense as a football and or a basketball does. Um, I, I guess if there is a breaking point in terms of a big foul and the game has already been stopped, I would have no issues with them at that point evaluating the severity of the foul and relaying that information to the center ref saying if the the call should be a yellow card and or a red card because the type of penalty and the, the type of punishment uh, given at that point in time does change the game for that player and the team because if it were to be a second yellow card, it would then take them out of the game. If it was a red card, that obviously put them off the field. So I think having that ability to assess those kind of fouls and getting the assistance at that point would be a benefit, but at the same time, that's not changing the uh, the flow of the game as it's seen now because there is that break currently, and it's just more of a, a supportive role ensuring that the call that was made on the field or that was already stopped at that the play stopped at that point in time is properly assessed. Well, what do you think? What would you want? referees to do differently well it's game time our soccer players are in a life and death situation each has to find the player with the golden boot that one soccer player who in a life and death situation our expert has decided can pull off the golden goal uh, the one who chooses the World Cup player who are experts selected worthy to wear this golden boot, he's safe. If not, he is gone. The experts have already made their selection. Nobody has seen it. Let's find out which of our players are safe. But first, 
our team will give it a shot. My selection for the Golden Boot, based completely off what I've seen in the 2014 World Cup, is going to be Robin from the Netherlands. And I selected him just because in the two uh, shootouts that I saw him step up and take a shot, two different keepers, two different situations, environments. Both times he went up, iced the keeper, put lower corner, just walked away, got the goal. So if I had to put my life on the line, I'm going with Robin from the Netherlands. My player pick would be Ronaldo, and I would choose him just because historically he's really composed. He's got a lot of bravado and accuracy, strong leg. Uh, I think he'd get me the W. Now that you've heard their picks, let's find out who our players chose. I don't know if my other answers have uh, uh, shown any sort of uh, predilection to anybody, but Messi has been just absolutely brilliant in this World Cup. And so I'm picking Messi for the golden boot. Uh, Honestly, it's between Di Maria and Tony Cruz. Cruz has really made history with Germany, yeah. scoring 16 goals with the, in the World Cup, most goals scored. Mm-hmm. And Di Maria, you know, he's just a really good midfielder, basic, basically makes all the assists, helps his team, you know, throughout the goals. So, yeah. I don't know. So, that's what you're going to say. Okay. One of those two. I'm going to have to go with uh, Mueller from Germany. Ah. Just because I have them winning the World Cup and <laughs> he's been scoring a lot of goals. He's already, I think he's already got like 10. Well, overall, 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 overall all time, the, even yeah. though the, 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 his teammate Klose, you know, he got the, he broke the record, I think yeah. Miller will still get it. All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go with Lionel Messi. So you're going to pick Lionel? Yes. All right. What's your name again? Londo Duarte. Nah. I say Messi, man. So you're I do this fire. Right. <laughs> so I do this fire, man. All right. Like, he thinks about this shit like miles away before he shoot the ball, man. So... Would definitely go with Macy. Uh, all right. Well, here's our guest Keith Robinson to reveal who has our golden boot. Keith, here's the envelope. Ah, the experts have chose Messi as the one to save their lives. So Messi has this golden boot. But Neville, how could this be? Messi messed it up. Oh boy, what can we say? Well, the actual World Cup golden boot was given to James Rodriguez of Colombia. But our choice for, our expert's choice for the golden boot was Messi. So all those of you who chose Messi, you win our prize. You'll be hearing from us. If we don't have your information or you didn't hear from us, please contact us. We'll send you our prize. This has been our World Cup before and after party. The Journey is available free on iTunes, Blog Talk Radio, Rio Sports Radio, and several of your favorite internet platforms. Download, embed, and share via any of the social media you love. See you next week.